0: With Topher episode 4. Want to uh, let everybody know out there that I thank you very much for tuning in, liking, and subscribing to my videos. Um, And uh, so, been really tired of all the corona talk and quarantines driving all of us crazy right now. So, um, I figured I'd tell a story um, that happened to me. Uh, back, I want to say this was 97, 98, so I was about 17, 18. Um, I was supposed to be going to my dad's Saturday morning, uh, to fix the water pump in my 1987 Chevy Cavalier. Um, so the night before, which was a Friday night, uh, started my day of school, got out of school, went home, um, don't really remember what I did, but then I had to go to work, uh, work started at six, got out at two, um, and, uh, so we, uh, would clean up the shop, uh, or Wendy's, we'd clean up the rest- restaurant, um, and then only drive-through would be open. And once that closed, we got to close down the actual, uh, stoves and fry laters and all that other stuff. Um, my boss at the time, uh, saw that we were doing a really good job. We asked the person to buy us alcohol and they did. Um, my friend at the time was, uh, in charge. He was the, the manager under the store manager he was the assistant and I was the line worker and so um, in hindsight that probably wasn't the best idea for the business but it worked for us Um, so when she was out getting us beer uh, we were uh, smoking some joints and then we went back into the shop and we cleaned up the rest of it and by the time she got back it was all done We locked up shop, had a couple beers outside and then uh, drove home um, and then I uh, got home uh, where I was living at the time and I decided to uh, stay up and uh, play video games and drink some more beers and smoke some more and not get any sleep whatsoever. So now uh, I've been smoking all night, drinking all night, and playing video games. So I'm not rested at all. Got to be at my dad's 6 o'clock in the morning. So 6 o'clock rolls around. um, I put all my stuff together, get in the car, and leave for my dad's. Um, As I'm heading to my parents' house, um, I am uh coming down one of the main roads that is approximately three or four miles away from my uh parents house and uh, i fall asleep behind the wheel yep so and when i fall asleep um i drift to the left side of the road um, at the time, I think it was like January, February, so there's still snow on the ground. Uh, roads have been plowed, cleared, but snowbanks up on the sides of the road from the plows. Um, so I drift across the street and hit one of the snowbanks. My car pops up and then the next thing I know kind of woke me up. You know, uh, But I was still heading forward, I straightened the wheel so I would stop going off the road and I straightened myself out to go directly into a tree. Um, so I hit the tree, smashed my face off the steering wheel, lifted my head up real quick and saw my nose gushing blood, watched the tree drop to the ground and then uh, I crawled out of the vehicle, um, turned around, got upset with the car. And then uh, realized that it started smoking so at that point I crawled back into the car and I shut it off and I got out of the car again now I'm standing in the road and next thing I know uh, ambulances police they're all showing up they asked me to lay down on the ground and as soon as I lay down on the ground they get the neck brace on me Um, they start preparing me for the stretcher, uh, which made no sense to me because I was already standing. Um, and then they cut my favorite jacket at the time off my body instead of just unzipping it. I was very upset. Um, it was a starter jacket with a Miami symbol on it, uh, but at the time those jackets meant a lot. Uh, so it was very sad, um, Let's see uh, they they put me in the ambulance brought me to the hospital. I can't uh at this moment in time um, you know looking back at it, um, I don't think I was actually thinking this the time that it happened. I was probably just thinking about my jacket, honestly, but uh as of now um, I really can't. Imagine what my parents were going through when this was all happening, because I'm sure when they got that phone call saying I was in the hospital that they were <coughs> excuse <me. coughs> they were not very happy people, but at the same time um I'm sure they were very uh worried about my uh well being Now, Some of the bad things about this is that, like, you know, so I totaled the car. Um, You know, I put a lot of time and effort into that thing. It was my very first car. Um, I spray painted it blue. Uh, It was just, you know, the world to me at the time. And now it's gone. And I have to finish paying for that my parents put up the money and I was supposed to pay it back with the job and now I've lost the job because I've lost my vehicle um, back in 98 there was no Ubers or any way to get your uh, butt to where it needed to be unless you know somebody could drive you there and most of the time both parents are working so you had to get yourself to your own place of business Um, so, you know, in that, and I believe I just scared my parents to death, uh, you know, having them sit out there in the waiting room worrying about whether or not I was alive or not before they found out what happened. Um, and I'm not sure how it happened, but I had like. No charges, no DUEs. so uh, in this one story of many, um, uh, there was no repercussions uh, from the law for this one, except for an extremely hefty um, ambulance bill and doctor bill, uh, which luckily at the time uh, did fall under my insur- my parents' insurance. So for me, I didn't really see too much of that. uh, But I did have to pay my parents back for the car. I did have to buy my own car after that. And then I had to get my own insurance. They were like, we're cutting you off. You can't be under our insurance anymore. Um, So all those things happened. And, you know, I felt bad. But this is, like I said, one story out of, well, I don't know, maybe we'll keep, well, I'll keep count, sorry, um, you know, but, so now I've lost the job, I've lost this, I have to buy a new car, I have to do all these things, and no transportation to do it, so, uh, it's just one of the many things and reasons why, um, I should have probably looked and said, hey, uh, you know, drinking's kind of interrupting your life. Uh, you know, you crashed a car, you fell asleep behind the wheel, uh, numerous amounts of things just in that one little scenario. And no, but when, when, when you're younger and you're full of all that energy, you just you're you're blind to that a hundred percent. So, um, I never really had any worries when I was younger um, my parents made they made it so that me and my sister did not have to worry about not having something um probably making things a little too easy at times but and we def- i definitely took advantage of that um, and you know nowadays I look at it and I'm like man should have should have been a little different, but I just You know, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the things that I've done in my past. Whether I'm happy about them or not, they are my past. Um, As a 40-year-old man, um, I just really realize uh, what family uh, means. And uh, I'm just very glad that I have all of them in my life still. Um, But yeah, I just... Even if you're not drinking at the time that something goes wrong, it could have been the night before which you were drinking. So therefore, the actual uh, facts, I believe, are you were drinking, it caused you not to get sleep, and that caused the accident. So... Even though I wasn't drinking the time of the accident, the drinking still caused my accident. And my poor choices, of course. Playing video games and staying up all night is a very poor choice. Gotta get some rest. Um, But, you know, I wouldn't listen to any of those things. I wouldn't listen to anybody. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. And I wanted to stay up all night and I wanted to drink. And really couldn't tell me any different when I was much younger. Um, so figured I'd uh share that with you. Uh, it's just one of those things that I have um, gone through uh, in the past it's led me to learn not to no uh, I don't know if it really it, it I learned from it later unfortunately I didn't learn from it then and I think that's the problem is that. I kind of wish that I could have seen that earlier, but like I said, this is only one of many stories, so um, it took me a long time to figure it out. But if anybody else is out there and you know they're uh, having troubles with stuff, I know that hearing uh, somebody else's stories and troubles can help someone else keep from Possibly drinking if they hear that story, so I Figure I share it and uh, I think uh, I'm gonna do that a few times here and there share some stories with you Talking with Tilfer here wanted to let you know about uh, this great place New Hampshire vape gallery the located 180 Lafayette Road Seabrook, New Hampshire right in between Home Depot and smoke rings If you're looking to get off of cigarettes the staff is more than happy to work with you Um, great people always make you feel like you're at home If you are an existing vapor and you want to uh, get uh, new supplies, uh, they have mods, kits, uh, tanks, and all coils in stock. Um, Their juice selection is one of the biggest ones on the East Coast. And again, this is New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, phone number 603. 814-4171 Eight one four four one seven one. you can also find them on instagram snapchat and twitter if you just go to the app go to the search bar and type in nhvg like follow and uh back to the show as for the week has been going pretty well um still nothing going on but uh still running every day except for when it rains i've tried running in the rain and it was yeah really hard for me i have a collapsed nasal passage and i only breathe out of one nostril so running in the rain was very uncomfortable so unfortunately i think i'm going to only run when it's dry out but still keeping up with it friday was two weeks uh, we had like two days of rain um but you know make up with those with uh, indoor exercising and a uh, lot of a lot of hip movement so um i hope other people are trying new things out there uh keeping themselves healthy um mother's day is coming up so um hope everybody out there enjoys that um i may put up a couple more podcasts this week. I know this one's coming out late. Uh, I'm watching Ozark, and that is a, a really good show. Um, that's about all I can say about it because I've just uh, we just finished uh, season one, started season two, and I am hooked right now, um, loving it. Uh, so if you got some uh, a- extra time that you want to Check out a show. I recommend that one. It's pretty, pretty good. Um, um, let's see. Lately, I've been hearing a lot of chatter about people getting life insurance policies, and uh, I've heard uh, on a podcast about writing down your letter that you would leave to everybody when you passed to help you um, deal with those thoughts inside your head and try to relieve that stress of passing um, from from here. Uh, I found that to be interesting. So I dove into it a little bit and um, I found that I have a lot of things that I, uh, have a lot of things that I guess I'm, um, kind of sorry for. And I definitely realize I do not want to, uh, be put, be embalmed and put in the ground. Um, I'm not sure what that means, but I just think it's kind of weird to, I don't know, fill up a body with fluid and sit there um, and have everybody hover around kind of freaks me out. I've never been one um, for the open casket type of situation, but writing the letter. I realized that there was a lot of people in my life that are still in my life and that I'm just super grateful for, and I owe so much to, and I don't know why, but I just kind of went down this rabbit hole and started looking up cremations and jars, and um, it's not as expensive as I thought. There is a lot of different ways to leave this world Um, I don't know if you've seen or heard about this but you can actually get a material that you wrap yourself in some type of cloth or something and uh, yeah uh, they don't embalm you they wrap you up in it and they actually bury you in the dirt and you actually get to decompose with the earth And uh, I found that to be extremely interesting because I did not know it existed. Um, So I had to watch some videos on that. I just just went down some weird rabbit hole um, trying to figure out what I wanted to say to people uh, when I pass. And then thinking about what my wife would have to do with my body after and to process all that was kind of cleansing in a sense um because I had to face my own mortality which was uh, I guess it's a little tough I mean accepting the fact that one day I won't be here anymore is tough um you know so I just think that I think that it's a difficult thing to do because it's the one thing in the world we all don't want to accept that we're not going to be here one day. I just don't know if, uh you know, I kind of, I don't know if, uh, I'm not sure what I know. I might not know anything. Just kind of rambling. It's late at night. <sighs> Wanna put my story out there and uh wanna give another shout out to Bill, uh the his podcast, uh dot com. they can check him out. W dot T H E A R C A D E bros. dot com. Um, so give them a give them a thumbs up and a like and uh, check out their uh, uh, podcast. Um, if you enjoy video games, uh, it's pretty good. Definitely check it out. Uh, I enjoyed it, and yeah, I just wanted to thank them for the microphone again. Other than that, I just wanted to. touch on, like, see how everybody's doing, uh, you know, with, um, me lately, uh, my jujitsu seems to be getting a little bit better, um, I've noticed that being home, um, and working on my training, uh, has helped me put together I guess more of like my game, um, which has been great because going to class is amazing and being on the mats is just one of the best places ever. I just can't get enough of it, miss it so much. But one of the things I was having trouble with when I was on the mats was putting together a game I felt uh, incomplete when I would try to accomplish uh, specific moves um, or I would do them backwards and i have to say having a lot of this time at home has allowed me to really kind of put some stuff in perspective um you know get certain moves um down to the point where i'm not doing them backwards anymore uh, and making me feel a little bit more confident in my jujitsu game so um again uh, I'd like to just thank everybody at PMA for all the Zoom training uh that they've been putting together, spending all those time, all that time and uh effort into those. They have been helping tremendously uh for me. And uh all the in in in-house uh workouts have been great for keeping up uh cardio and just it's nice to see everybody even if it's only on a screen um, the contact is still great and uh, the love is strong so um i don't know it's just been it's been very interesting to do it by myself and have certain things kind of click like like a light bulb came on and i'm like ah, oh, i understand this now or you're watching it in the video and I see something that I didn't see in class even though, you know, they show us this stuff in class and for me it's been a great learning experience to um, to further myself, uh, to work my kinks out and uh, I'm just uh, really excited that, uh, you know, hopefully, well, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling right now, sorry, I'm a little tired. Um, but I really feel like I've put a few items together that will help me in the long run, and it's just been great to, to put that together, because I felt like it was something, it's not that I wasn't getting it in class, it's just that for some reason, the, the, Doing it in class, learning the movement in class, and then going into a full randori, Dory, which is when you actually roll with somebody else um, at full uh, speed and strength. Um, and I would lose a lot of that class after doing that. And doing classes, practicing uh, the movements and the techniques and stuff like that has really helped me fill in those empty gaps and i feel like now um randor is going to be even more fun because uh, you get something put together and you know move from a to b to c to tap and uh i've just been working on that a lot and uh i think uh just like the in-home classes and stuff and working by myself and figuring out, um, how I move and how I work, um, has really helped me link some of my pieces together to make things better. So even though all of this is negative, um, just remember that there is still positive things happening, um, and just like any time, uh, we're always going to have negative times. We're always going to have positive times. But just remember to enjoy the time that you have, um, with everybody and, uh, yeah, just work on yourself, um, and improve and just keep moving forward. Um, cause no matter what, uh, time doesn't stop and, uh, There's nothing really else we can do except for keep moving forward because, you know, a lot of us have wished that time would stop and it won't. So, um, good or bad, it's going to keep moving forward and uh, hope everybody stays healthy, has a great week, and um, I'll talk to you next time. This is Talking with Topher. Talk to you later you